Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, your ears are about to tickle. You are listening to a podcast with two friends sharing their opinions and their love about things they enjoy. This is the Disaster Party Podcast. Whoa, daddy. Let's get it. Oh, oh, daddy, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let them boys explain. It's free, and there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many, many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. And that's the Disaster Party Boys telling you, go do it now. Welcome to Disaster Party Podcast. Uh, this is Rob Daniel, joined by my co-host. Oh, whoa, daddy. It's Andy Bivians. It's B-I-V-I-A-N-S. The one true whoa daddy of Bivians. I-N-C. And let me tell you guys, to those who are not subscribed to YouTube, you can't see can't see that damn I look fine cause tonight we're on episode 29 whoa daddy do I feel like I'm echoing man I'm well, on height let's go well, cause you're so loud that when I took off my headphones you can hear it through my microphone that's just how fine we are our fineness <laughs> radiates through the microphone and through the YouTube channel if you haven't seen us yet please do so you're missing out I'm telling you I agree, yeah. I mean, we're sexy beasts. What's, what can we say? Facts! Boom! So, before we get into today's topic, um, I just want to say to remember to rate, review, subscribe, comment, like, and share, and just do it all. To all of our social media platforms, to our Apple uh, podcast, to Spotify, to all those fun things, to subscribe to YouTube because it helps with the algorithm. So, guys, do it. Do it. Why not? It don't do much. It don't do much for you. You just click it. You click five stars. It then shows us in the iTunes, Apple podcast stuff, and then people will see us, and then they can hear us, and they can say, wow. How did you guys know about all these podcasts so early? And you'd be like, well, I rated them five stars, duh. Facts. On facts, on facts, on facts. On facts, on facts, on facts. You're sure. Them boys bringing facts. All right, Andy, what are you drinking? I'm drinking, uh, if you listen to our news episode, you would know what I'm drinking, but I guess I will share with you anyway. Um, I am drinking the Zeus Ooh. IPA 6.8. Nine percent, delicioso. Ooh, see, I don't got the whoa daddy juice tonight, but I do got me some cranberry and some tequila. Ooh, whoa daddy. 
Whoa, I'm the whoa, whoa, daddy. Whoa, daddy. All right. Whoa, daddy juice. Andy. What's the topic? Yes. What What is the topic tonight? I think the topic tonight is about U.S. currency. Oh, no, 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 no. Hold on. That's right. That's right. The topic is about our change system. Nope, nope, nope. That's wrong, too. That's wrong, too. I got it. I got it. Tonight. Tonight, the greatest currency in America, the dollar bill. No, no, no. That's wrong. Tonight, oh, whoa, daddy, if you didn't know, you better call somebody. Tonight, we are talking about the currency that is crypto. We're talking BTC. We're talking ETH. We're talking NFTs. Oh, whoa, daddy. We're talking the entire mainstream of crypto. Let's get it. Let's get it. Oh, daddy. All right. So uh, la, 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 la. that was a big intro. So I don't know how to con- I don't know how to continue on that energy. Oh, you got this. I know. You, it. I mean, this. I'll figure it out. Um, you're fucking crypto. You're crypto fucking Rob. I need a T-shirt by that too, by the way. Crypto effing Rob. Bitcoin effing. Bit effing coin Rob. Bit fucking Rob coin. You coming out with a new crypto that I don't know about? Yeah, right. That's what everyone gonna, and their mother's doing. <laughs> we get a disaster party coin. Let's talk about this. Okay. <laughs> disaster party NFTs. <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe might have to look uh, into that. let's talk about this let's talk about this let's let's go let's go on this rant here oh shit coins baby what's up so shit coins are are an analogy or a term that people who love bitcoin and nothing else label every other coin as shit coins damn I don't necessarily do that because I'm in more than just Bitcoin. But here's the thing. Shit coins to me are coins that have no real value or coins that people just make up to make a lot of money and then leave. Uh, so no, I don't think we're going to make a coin, unfortunately. Damn. But coins like, let's say, Shiva. Shiva coin. What? Yeah. Or how uh, this is a real coin. Come rocket coin. Wait, wait, wait. Time out. Time out. Pause. Hold up. Flag on the side. Offside. <laughs> I'm, I'm not joking. I'm not joking. Run it back. What did you just say? I said what I said. Uh-huh. They made a coin. Yep. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Hold up. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Cap. They made a coin. Yep. Yep called cum rocket they did where do i find it you don't want how do i invest you don't need to do that's the greatest fucking (laughs) there's also a coin that if you enjoy it is called ass coin is it mixed with cum rocket because i feel like they go hand in hand no i mean if you wanted to buy cum rocket and ass coin i guess you can combo them you should probably get ass coin first to get the cum rocket to go to the moon, but I'm just saying. Cum rocket to the moon. 
guys can realize this is the first time I'm ever hearing about any of these coins. So, <laughs> so those are those are those are shit coins. Okay, I think there is one called poo coin too. So I'm not being I'm not even joking here. I just laughed so hard I turned my fucking light off. <laughs> I'm fucking crying. All right, dude, I'm Closer. I'm not even joking, bro. Oh, okay. Why? Because they is it are... at least like deal with like the point industry, porn industry, and crypto, or is it like just no? no. So much is like I'm gonna make a fucking coin and call it Cum Rocket. That's pretty much what happens. So basically, what happens with these shit coins are someone hypes them up. Gets everyone behind it. These people get in out early, so they get really early on the cum rocket. Then they go on the internet and they go, you gotta hop on the cum rocket. It's going to the fucking moon. And then people are like, I'm gonna buy the cum rocket. And then then basically the cum rocket just shoots to the moon and then just crashes to its horrible death. For those of you on YouTube right now, do you see the literal tears coming out of my eyes? Can you just think of a hashtag? Hashtag gum rocket. That's it. That's all we're using. Mm. Ah. Oh. So, uh... <laughs> I'm a fucking child. Alright, I'm done. Those... Those are real coins. So those, so basically, shit coins are stuff like that, stuff that have like unlimited. Uh, they have like unlimited cap of coins, so they just coins are being constantly created. So there's no like limitation. So it's endless. So there's no real value if they have no purpose and they're just kind of like, I guess, a Ponzi scheme of a coin, like a cum rocket is. <laughs> um, so just what stuff did you like learn that. Today? I learned about cum <laughs> So those are those are shit coins. Ninety nine point nine 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 percent of those do not make it anywhere. So again, if you're looking at shit coins, and I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna try to come at this as a. I'm going to try to to attack this conversation as if I am talking to a friend and trying to give them some kind of advice, but. We are not financial advisors in any way, shape, or form. So anything I say is just my opinion and Andy's opinion. You don't need to listen to it. Even though Andy is laughing over here. You can't even have like a, a four words put together. We should have saved that for the end. I'm fucking useless now. Mm. Oh, all right. Okay. I think all right. I'm good. I just right. it's just running through my head. Yeah, I know. Ways they could try Why don't you research it? Tell, show me what the logo is. Hopefully. Oh, no. while, while you while while you do that, I'm gonna I'm gonna continue. What you learn today, Andy? I learned there's a boy <laughs> called Gumrock. They're trying to shoot it to the moon. <laughs> oh man. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm I'm still crying. <laughs> All right, so 
If you see a coin that has unlimited uh, circulation and has no purpose at all, those are shit coins, so avoid them. <laughs> I feel like I should like... Circulation is key. Circulation is key. All right. Should I give you another second? Probably. Okay. <laughs> I'm still looking it up. Okay. Let's talk about NFTs. NFTs. Non... Fungible. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll wait. Hold on. Before you go to NFTs, they have a thing called... <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't lying, right? No, that's the sad part. So, it's at Come Rocket Crypto. <laughs> They have their own index. Guess what it's called? I don't even want to guess. <laughs> Come swap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even. Look, I'm not joking. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm done. I'm, how? Like. Uh. <laughs> Auto routines V1 <laughs> liquidity without showing any warning signs. Then it says uh, automatically sex sets six percent slippage. Yep. Yeah. B slash cummies paired without needing contract address launches tomorrow with the water side. I'll fucking done. That's it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay all right all right i'm good i'm good shake it out oh. shake it out shake it out i'm good I'm all right good. all right we're gonna get cummies off my fucking phone now <laughs> <laughs> now google's gonna pop up as like your search history oh fuck cum. i'm gonna be scrolling through instagram tomorrow and it's gonna be like hey, cum swap here get <laughs> If that shit pops up in my wallet tomorrow, I'll be pissed. <laughs> I'm totally thinking this is a clip just to let you know. Okay, alright, alright, alright. Let's alright. By the way, if it does We're not editing we're not editing this at all. Hell no. No, no. If it launches up in price, it's because of the disaster party <laughs> podcast. It's gonna I go just to let you it's know. It's gonna go to sixty nine cents, that's what's gonna happen. Fucking rises. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why we're the I'm a fucking child. Okay. Alright. Oh good. I think. Alright. Probably not. Alright. I just learned. <laughs> All right, NFTs, 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 focus. NFTs, NFTs, let's go. All right, uh, non-fungible tokens. So for those who are like, what the fuck is an NFT? It basically, think about it like uh, like a baseball card or a Pokemon card or like uh, a signed baseball bat or basketball or something. There's a limited supply. There's a limited supply of them. And it's non-fungible means that it can't be created more than a certain amount of time. So think about like the Mona Lisa. Non-fungible means that there's only one Mona Lisa there. 
Um, there could be other variations, but it's not the original. So there's only one. So that's a non-fungible token in the sense of crypto. Does that make sense? I think so. Uh, so a lot of people are doing like trading cards or signatures. Like Gary V is doing like, he's literally drawing these animals as NFTs. And if you buy them, then you get the, um, oh my God. Then... <laughs> I was gonna say don't do it. You were on a roll. I already, I already did it. So uh, then, basically, if you buy them, they're, you're not actually getting a crypto coin. It's like you're getting a photo that he signs that is gonna give you the ability to go to like his uh, live events or something. So some of these non fungible tokens, NFTs, like are just art that is like one of five, one of one, one of thirty, whatever. And then on top of that, it's like some of them add like a special feature to it so if that's the easiest way i can describe nfts it's on the ethereum network and most nfts are paid with ethereum which is eth it's crazy because rick ross took a picture of his chain and made like five g's within 10 minutes off of nfts mm -hmm. which is insane to me i still don't understand how they work like their functionality but it's not. It's There's no function to look into. It's basically like a Pokemon card. Like when you own a Pokemon card, like the Charizard Pokemon card, there's no. What do you do with it? You just hold it. But like, what are you paying for? Like, you're paying for. A, basically, think about it as a, a, a holographic Charizard card. You are paying for the card that is going to increase in value if the art is worth something. So instead of owning, okay. instead of owning like a stock or a crypto, you are basically owning like a piece of art, a digital art. So like, think about a digital Charizard card. That okay. that is like there's one of fifty. You know what I'm saying? Now does it run out like that, or does it, it just keep like each? person who is releasing nfts can make them like one of one one of ten one of fifty so let's just say there's one of fifty of these charizard digital cards in a pokemon pack you have to open the pack and get lucky in the nft like landscape is that there's 50 and you bid on it gotcha but then again, it's like you have one of the original 50. Like, let's just say people can take a screenshot or whatever and claim they have it. But like by you buying the NFT, you get the documents. Kind of like, you know, when people buy fancy watches, they get like a certificate of authenticity or something. So yeah. think, of, think about that, but like with digital art. Okay. So like that's the easiest way I could really. So that's like huge for like up-and-coming artists too to like kind yeah. of make their way that's dope yeah so in that sense like there are a lot of people that are doing that now you should put the the thing that we were talking about before on the facebook messenger <laughs> i'm down there's more people oh, i think that'd yeah. be funny um so and you could even say like we're recording and all that stuff but um what was i gonna say so nfts people get confused by it but that's as basically simple as is it's still taking time to like pop off but right now honestly it's for like the super wealthy okay i've i've looked at like nft websites and most of them are like 
mega expensive. Like, I have the Ethereum to buy some of this shit, but I'm like, would I rather buy this or just hold Ethereum? See, uh, now, for Gary V's, I guess Tiz isn't too expensive, but at the same point, because I guess he was like, everybody should hold at least, like, one Ethereum. He's doing, a, he's doing a reverse, he's doing a reverse auction. Yeah. And, like, he's offering, like, a lot of different stuff with, like, a lot of different of his NFTs and, like... Yeah. Uh, guy's a genius. Mm-hmm. So he has a lot of cool stuff. I mean, WWE has an NFT, like... Um, you know the uh, Charlie Bit My Finger shit? Yeah. That YouTube thing? Well, yeah. basically, um, I guess somehow I cannot explain... That is becoming an NFT. That the video vi- itself? Or? The video itself. And I, I, I'm assuming it's the people who uploaded it decided that they're going to make it an NFT. So when it gets sold, it's going to be removed from YouTube and it's going to be in single possession of whoever wins the bid. So no one else will be able to see that video ever again except for... Well, it wouldn't be the original. So there might be like copies around the, around the internet of like uh-huh. people taking it from YouTube and like screen videoing it and passing along. But the original version of it, the original version that was uploaded to YouTube, the original file will be whoever wins the bit. Oh, that's dope. So like, like I said, it's kind of weird because like some of it is like video, some of it is experiences some of it is artwork some of its video like it's all over the place but it's still a very new like niche i guess well it only came out like what two within, three months ago within the last year they've been talking about it for a while like i was trying to look into stuff and being like okay like is there anything that i would be interested in and i'm like again i'm I'm not a huge art guy, but even like the stuff that I was interested in, I'm like, that's still what I'd rather spend, you know, let's just say for Ethereum on a piece of artwork that could be worth nothing. Because again, just like, you know, art, some art could be worth millions and millions and millions and millions. And some art you can think will be worth millions and then it's worth jack shit. So it's like, do you want to spend $6,000 on something that is going to be worth nothing or hold on to the asset that could be worth tenfold well, again rick ross took a picture of his chain that's yeah. not art he just just homie took a selfie with his chain i mean the first five grand the first tweet ever from i guess the guy who made twitter uh jack jack uh i don't know uh the guy who made twitter whatever his name is apparently his first tweet ever the, so the first tweet that was ever written on twitter was sold as an nft i can see why that is yeah i mean that's like history but you know what i'm saying like that's kind of like think about NFT, nfts like that it's like it could be a moment in history could be something stupid on the internet like it could be you know that fucking unicorn fucking youtube video from like 10 years ago <laughs> charlie fingers no charlie the unicorn Oh, yeah, yeah. Or not Charlie the Unicorn, but you know which one I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's why, like, that's why, like, it was very confusing because you have 
you know, artists who are putting up their artwork as NFTs, which makes sense to me because, you know, if your art gets popular in demand, then yeah, your, your value will go up. Mm-hmm. But I never understood like the selfies. So they're like, everybody should get into NFTs because this is a way where you can like blow up. But at the same point, like, I feel like it can only work for so, to my understanding, it can only work for so many people, mm-hmm. but not everybody. But like, think about it. If we were like blowing up, if we were like that one of that top podcasts, like in the podcast network, and guys, if you could just rate us a five stars to help us get there, um, uh, let's just say the logo that we have is our first logo, and I have the original file of it, and mm-hmm. let's just say we were like, all right, we're gonna make our first logo an NFT that, if you win the bid, you own the rights to the first logo of our podcast. That'd be dope. So it's like Please something rate, like that. Review, comment, subscribe, share, like all the above. You too can be a part of history of the Disaster Party Podcast. Dun dun dun. <laughs> but I see that. I mean, if you put it in that sense, like that makes sense. But yeah. So um, I hope that kind of like helps out a little bit. So let's talk about DeFi. DeFi. Basically, think about banks. But the opposite. So wait, say that again. Think about banks, but the opposite. I took that statement completely different. All right, keep going. Okay. So in the sense of thinking about banks, is banks are centralized, they're controlled, they watch everything you do, blah 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 blah. You know. So DeFi is basically a decentralized. So they don't have like a a governing body you your stuff is a little bit more secure or not like in the sense of privacy um stuff like that so that's DeFi. CFI is like centralized crypto finance so i would say things like blockfi celsius stuff like that so like they're a little bit more centralized they're a little bit more controlled but they're safer okay. than DeFi right now but DeFi is more like they're giving you yield so is CFI, but DeFi is giving you higher yields because of just the way that they function and there's no like regulation on it. Okay. Yeah. So it's like you have more lenience with one than the other. Yeah, but one's safer security wise than the other. Yeah. But the 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 less the DeFi has higher yields. So let's just say for CeFi like uh Celsius, it's like what, six point two five percent on your bitcoin yeah. like a DeFi project would not carry bitcoin but let's just say they they carry your favorite crypto come rocket um they might offer 1200 percent interest because because it's an unknown it's an unknown project and there's not much like discussion about it so basically by doing that, it's basically these DeFi companies are saying, hey, we're going to sponsor you, come Rocket, so just give our people higher returns. I need to look up how much come Rocket's going for right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what market I can find that on. Like, is there any place that's actually carrying that? Ready? I'll, I'll share that. So if you're ever looking for a crypto and you don't know where they offer it, you can go to an app or a website called CoinMarketCap. Search the coin that you're looking for, go to markets under the coin that you're looking for, 
and it will show you wherever they're selling it or trading it. It's an easy way to find out how to get coins that, that might not be as popular or as mainstream. So if you need it, again, coin market cap, search the coin, under the coin, go to markets, and it will show you the pairs and where you can get it from. Wait, is it an NFT? I don't think so. Let's see. Live searching. DeFi token disrupting the adult industry. Oh. It's less than a penny. Oh. It's got some volume to it. It's got some circulating supply. Oh, it's four cents. The one I saw is Come Rocket Crypto Cummies is four cents. Yes. Oh, this was when it first started. Okay. And it's all-time high was 28 cents. It's been seen on and, and the And it hit its all-time high uh, last week, or May 4th. And then the crypto market crash, which we can go into. So I was joking earlier when I said, was this going to disrupt the porn industry? But apparently it's working with the porn industry. Ah, so it might be worth something. As a not safe for work content coming to the blockchain. Okay. <laughs> I fucking can't. Imagine you go to a, a porn website and they're like, all right. And you know how they're like, oh, put in your credit card or whatever. They'll be like, just send us some cummies. <laughs> Use this browser tab to tap into your feed and view the latest content from your favorite creators. <laughs> Collect your favorite content. Oh Edit your God. profile. All right. All right oh, all right. It, it. Wait. Hold on. It's listed on Coinbase and Market Cap. No, it's not listed on Coinbase. That's what this website cummies just said. No, hold on. No market. The only As place. I, no. It is currently only available. Only available. On PancakeSwap. Uh, come Rocket Crypto. Yeah, you're right. Oh, I know I'm right. But you can follow it on Coinbase. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, I'm done. All right, I'm done. All right, all right, all right. Shout out to Cat for replying. With the big LOL and the smiley face. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right. Where, where, where should we go next? Where should we go next? Uh, let's dive into. What do you think the future for Dogecoin is? Mm. Let's talk about it. All right. So Dogecoin, to me, in my opinion, this is strictly my opinion. I'm not a financial advisor in any way, shape, or form. So you do whatever you want with your own money, and I'm not going to be uh, lawsuited or sued for whatever you do, whatever money you lost in because you're investing into something stupid such as Dogecoin or Cummies. Or Cummies. All right. So Dogecoin <laughs> is a coin that everyone seems to like. That Elon Musk has decided that it's his favorite fucking coin for no reason. Sorry. Um, I'm angry. Uh, so basically, uh, you know that there is about a million Dogecoin mined every single day, and there is an unlimited supply of Dogecoin. Meaning 
that most likely Dogecoin will never hit $2 or more because if it would, it would be the most valuable coin in the crypto market. And again, it has no use case as of today. If that were to change, if there was a use case, if they were to do a supply cap, or if they were to burn the supply cap or the supply or something like that, then maybe, maybe I will give it. Yeah, let's do a Dogecoin. But to, as of today, there is no use case. Yes, you could pay. You can go pay like like uh, Maverick tickets or something like that. Some certain places you can now pay for stuff in Dogecoin, which is silly. Um, you could do that. But besides that, it has no use case at all. Unlimited Fair. supply. It is now down to like twenty nine cents. Um, as we speak, we are looking at fuck <laughs> right on the money. I know, I know my shit, bro. Right on the money. Damn. You want to go into that? Doge. No. The damn. The damn? I mean, I remember when I'm looking at Doge and it was at, I was over like uh, 1,200, 1,600, and I was happy. And then it started to drop after the SNL deal because everybody was like, we're going to hold this because after SNL, it's going to drop, it's going to rise to a dollar. And it did the absolute opposite. That shit dropped so hard. You know why? Because it's not a reliable token. Yep, it's a pump and dump. Pump and dump. Something that's going on in crypto because, and the only reason why it's happening is because crypto markets are not regulated yet. So the pump and dump schemes and the pump and dump hype rain trains up and down up and down are only happening because crypto is not regulated yet those things cannot happen in stock market like like cum rocket would not exist in the stock market <laughs> it wouldn't i mean it's fairly new so you never know <laughs> no it just it wouldn't pass all the sec uh regulations it would not exist in the stock market and right now, the crypto is not regulated, so a lot of these projects are coming out. A lot of these pump and dumps, a lot of like getting quick before it goes down. Like all this shit is happening in crypto because. And I can go into a big thing, and I'm gonna go into it. So I'll do it now. Elon Musk should be in jail for the pump and dump. Because again, if this was stocks and he was doing this shit for stocks, he would be put in jail because it's illegal to do that shit. He'll Isn't just that, go. What happened with like GameStop? But it wasn't one person. Fair. So this guy is like, he knows that his tweets manipulate the market. And he does it on purpose. So right now the crypto market is in this like huge drop. Like 50% on some, some 70% on some cryptos. If you like crypto, if you're looking for the long term, again, not a financial advisor, but I would say buy the fucking dip because right now 
you we might not see these prices again once it once it breaks out anyways um this whole big pump and dump this whole big pump right now is for two things and both are illegal in stocks one elon going that crypto it oh no three things one is saying that crypto uh bitcoin mining is bad for the environment false that is false 75 to 76 percent of all crypto mining in the world is done with renewable energy so it is not bad for the environment it's either solar wind or water so it is not bad for the environment okay fucking avatar it uses a lot of energy but it's being done with renewables so if he wants to shit on the 25 percent, go ahead but the majority of bitcoin mining is not bad for the environment one two they're saying that bitcoin is going to be banned in china 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 they've been saying that bitcoin's going to be banned in china since the day that bitcoin came out it's not true they are want they want to regulate bitcoin mining they want to regulate bitcoin and they're trying to reduce the power of bitcoin because they're trying to create their own cryptocurrency for their country so again bitcoin is not gonna be mined in fucking china or it's not gonna be banned in china and if it does get banned in china the rest of the world's still gonna use it the only way bitcoin's gonna go bye-bye is if the entire world bans it and guess what there are other countries that solely use bitcoin i li- I, I was listening to a podcast and the, the podcaster was uh in venezuela i think now like currently and he's he's from the uk and he said the last time he finished he visited venezuela their dollar was in the shit hole like it was bad and these people were trying to find a way to make their money last because their inflation levels it was like basically to the point that if like people were keeping their money in bitcoin but they couldn't Mm. spend it in bitcoin because it wasn't available yet so they would take their money out of bitcoin and they would have to spend it in a day because let's just say if they took twenty dollars out today if they don't spend that twenty dollars by the end of the day that twenty dollars will only be we might be able to buy twenty dollars worth of goods today but tomorrow it might only be able to buy 16 or 15 dollars worth of goods so like that because no that's because how bad their dollar is like their actual currency is oh yeah so now i guess he's he's going there now and he says every store cafe restaurant gas station everyone is accepting bitcoin because their dollar is such shit that Bitcoin isn't out for these people. Think about it. He's saying like he's saying that their dollar devalues on a daily basis. The fact that if you took twenty dollars today and it can't buy you the same amount of goods tomorrow, that's showing how bad that currency is. That's insane. And that's how some parts of the world are. Well, that's why like I think crypto is good for like a lot of different parts of the world because like you have people who don't live with their families in other parts of the world you know so they got to send them money and when they send it through crypto they're still sending the same dollar amount to their family and it's not like converting over to whatever it is so like if the american dollar is worth more but they're sending the american dollar over to there it's still the same amount that they need 
-hmm. and if they send it vice versa back over then it's not being devalued you're still getting the same price that it would be and i think a lot of them like and people are even i read an article that people are like starting like their own businesses and are able to like kind of like get back on their feet through crypto Mm -hmm. because like that's you know they don't have to go to a bank or you know they might not have access to a bank so they can go through crypto and start their own business and then get back on their feet that way but there's also stories and this is just a crypto story it's like there's people who want to just send a wire transfer to somebody like you said at a, in a different country for them to do that through a bank so they have to go to a bank they have to basically tell the bank exactly why they're sending it who they're sending it to you how much blah 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 they're gonna charge you a fee you have to go through like a week or two or three depending on how much money how big like blah 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 all that stuff okay that's all through a bank if you do it through crypto you just copy a code you paste the code you send the code you don't have to know who the fucking person like again you're cutting out the middleman of the bank you're literally sending money to and from to someone you trust and you know because you only share your code with people you trust and you know or if you're like swapping exchanges or something. And right there, it's sent almost instantly for a minimum fee. Easy. Dude, you could send, if you're doing it right, you could send hundreds of thousands of dollars in Bitcoin for like four bucks. Wait, because of the fees or because of... No, I'm talking fees-wise. Oh, okay. So, like, if you were to go wire somebody money at a country, a couple hundred thousand, you would be paying way more than, like, $4. And you would be waiting a lot longer. Oh, they wouldn't get that for, like, four weeks, a month. Yeah, and it would would probably (laughs) charge you a couple hundred bucks. Yeah. Or you do it through crypto, Bitcoin, whatever whatever crypto you feel comfortable with, you could send it for pretty much a minimal fee almost instantly. And you're cutting out the middleman so you don't have a bank minding your business in a way. If you want to simplify it. Yeah. So the transaction is just between two people instead of a transaction between two people and a bank. I mean, I would choose the lesser of the two evils. Yep. So back to the third thing of why this whole crash is happening. There is a rumor, but again, on Bitcoin and other other cryptos, there's a ledger. So you can actually see, like, you can't see who, but you could see, like, how much people are buying and selling and stuff like that. And you can Mm. see, like, what wallet they're coming from, but you don't know who. Right? But so to get technical, there's people who follow this ledger and kind of have figured out that there's a bunch of people who have between 10,000 and 100,000 Bitcoin that have been selling off their Bitcoin at high like amounts to keep them still wealthy, but enough to shake the market. So basically, if you have 100,000 Bitcoin, and you sell 10,000 Bitcoin at 55,000, you're making a lot of money, right? So then, right, they start selling, it starts crashing the price because that's a lot of volume being sold at once. Then the rest of the market 
starts to panic and starts going, oh my God, it's crashing. So the people with paper hands start selling, right? And then the people who then sold at 55 because they had so much Bitcoin are now just buying it back at 30, 32, 35, and they're making bank. So that is a big rumor. And apparently there's a lot of people watching the, the, the ledger of it. And they're seeing a lot of this like big whale Bitcoins selling massive amount, waiting, watching the market panic to push the price down. And then you're seeing a bunch, basically the same amount of Bitcoin, not price, not the dollar amount, the same amount of Bitcoin that was being sold yeah. is now being rebought. At a cheaper price. Oh, because it dropped the price. Yeah. So think about it. A lot of people who have 100,000 Bitcoin or 10,000 Bitcoin, right? They probably got in super early. Okay. So think about it. Let's just say they bought it for a dollar. So they spent $100,000 to have 100,000 Bitcoin. That 100,000 Bitcoin is like a billion bucks down. Yeah. So let's just say they take 10,000 Bitcoin. Which is nothing in reality if you have a billion dollars. They've already made a massive profit. So now they're selling it at a high, crashing the market, and buying it at a low. So then when it goes back up, they're just making that much more money. What's the difference between a pump and dump? That that's is, the exact reason. But, but, that, but I think that, well, that's the rumor. The rumor is that these big whales, whales, which are people who have massive amount of any kind of, even in, in stocks, stocks, crypto, anything, a whale is basically anyone who has like a massive amount of one stock share uh, crypto. So basically, I'm thinking the rumor is, is that because there's so much talk about crypto being regulated and once it's regulated these things can no longer happen i'm thinking that a lot of these whales are like this is our last shot to just pump and dump the shit out of this shit and we're gonna we're gonna fuck the market we're gonna sell our shit all at once we're gonna pump the we're gonna crash the market and we're gonna buy it all back up and then it's gonna they're saying now they're saying now that because it's like 35,000 Bitcoin right now, they're saying mm. that if it doesn't crash further, the next stop is like 75, 80,000. Sounds like a good, uh, good rise to me. But you know what I'm saying? Like, think about these people selling at 55. They made massive profits. They crashed the market down. It hit as low as 29,800. Let's say they bought it all back then, and then it shoots up to 85. That should be illegal. It is illegal in stocks. So that's what I'm saying. I think these people are doing it because they're realizing that regulation is coming sooner than later, and this is their last hurrah at it. In my so opinion. So they get whatever they can out of it, crash, rise, mm -hmm. probably crash again, rise. Mm -hmm. Then it's regulated. Then they'll just let it roll. Yep. That's that's my opinion at least. Let's think about that. If you're really if you're really crashing the market from sixty thousand to thirty five thousand, then you're 
buying it back at 35,000. So that's 50% profit you're taking. Yep. To then rise back higher. Higher than that. Yep. That's 100% profit. Mm-hmm. To then crash it again. Still have the same profits. No, I don't think they're going to crash it again once it hits. I think this is it. You don't think so? No, because I think regulations come in faster than, than people actually realize. Fair. So I think that the the Tesla, Elon, and then the big whales, I think this was like, hey, uh, Elon's already fucking manipulating the market. Let's just fuck with it even more and just do it now. You think that's why he pulled out of Bitcoin? I, that's the true reason he pulled out. All right. So here's 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 my thought, and I have not read this anywhere. This is my thought. Um, I think that watch in a year or less, Tesla's going to come out with a better energy efficient Bitcoin miner. I see that. So they basically were like, Bitcoin's bad for the environment, and then they're going to make something to supplement it to then market it and then profit because tesla suggested that they were going to sell their crypto but they didn't you think he's going to come out with a better crypto miner you think he's just going to come out with his own coin no i don't i i don't think he's going to come out with his own coin he has too much shit going on and he actually says that he likes he he would rather hold his money in crypto than fiat which is fiat is basically the u.s dollar or any currency like global or country currency well that's what i'm saying though like why wouldn't he create his own i think he's he just enjoys what's out there that's why he pumps doge that's why he sometimes pumps bitcoin and stuff like that he didn't create doge right no I remember him saying like doge is created to be like the mockery of crypto and yeah shot up Dogecoin was supposed to be a joke coin, kind of like Come Rocket. I'll never take Come Rocket seriously. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone will. But um, so like, there are other like, let's just say, if you want to call other coins like Pump and Dumps or or shit coins like some like Safe Moon kind of falls in the category of like meme coins, Pump and Dump, and shit coin. But then it got like audited and it passed. And there's actually, like, logic behind it with the tokenomics. So you kind of have to, like, every coin in the beginning kind of seems like a shit coin. Like, even Bitcoin, think about it. It was, like, five cents at one point. Like, actually, yesterday is National Pizza Bitcoin Day or whatever. And that I is... I saw that. That is the basically the anniversary of someone spending 10,000 Bitcoin on two Papa John pizzas. I would cry. Two, 10,000 Bitcoin, I believe, is like $400 million. And to think back then, if it was two Papa John pizzas coming from a fat kid over here, you're probably looking at about, what, 20 bucks, 25 bucks with delivery? 11 years ago. 10,000 coins were 25 bucks. <laughs> Honestly, it's kind of mm-hmm. how I look at Safe Moon now. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's definitely like so. When you go to invest in any kind of coin, my my suggestion always to anyone who asks me 
is to find something that you trust and believe in that actually has a use case, that actually has a future, kind of like the same thing with stocks. Like, you know, you want to invest in stocks. You don't want to invest in like a company that has no name, has no product and stuff like that. You want to invest in something that has a future, that has potential, that has good earnings, that has use case, like that has room for growth. Like, so the same thing with crypto. You don't want to just invest into anything that's just something that's like oh the cum rocket's gonna shoot to the moon and you're like i'm gonna get in on the bottom floor but it's like but i want to get in on the bottom <laughs> but besides getting in on the quote-unquote bottom like what what is gonna get it to the moon quote-unquote moon you know what i'm saying like what will get it there so like if you want to say bitcoin right i'll go through a couple so if you want to say bitcoin bitcoin it's like digital gold um, they're saying that it could possibly be the global global reserve currency of the world global okay and it has a it's a scarce asset there's only a certain amount of supply so no more can be created some have already been lost so again in that aspect it's not trying to like it's not trying to build anything on it but it's the scarcity and you know that the scarcity adds to you know, the fact that it's like gold, gold is supposed to be scarce, even though they find gold all the time. It can't, it's a hard money, it can't be, none of, no more can be created. So, okay, Bitcoin. Ethereum, on the other hand, the second cryptocurrency, there's a lot of projects built on it. There's a lot of apps built on it. There's DeFi built on it. There's NFTs built on it. There's webs, Web3, which is like the, the new age internet. Like there's so many things it that are built on it, so that's a use case. So it's not just like, you know, what I'm saying that there's there's a purpose behind it, and there's projects built on it. So think about it like, let's just say, Apple is the brand, right? Yeah. Now let's just say each, like let's just say the Apple Watch is let's just in an imaginary world the Apple Watch is not made by Apple, but Apple trusted enough that it builds under its brand. Okay. Okay. So think about that Apple iPhone. It's not, let's just say it's not made by Apple, but it's under their brand. So think of Ethereum. Ethereum has, is Ethereum and things get built on it. So it can make it bigger. Okay. And with Ethereum, it's not a, it's a, it's an unlimited supply, I believe right now. But they're doing a protocol update in July that is going to make it actually burn the supply and max and cap out the supply of Ethereum, which is why people think Ethereum is going to sky fucking rocket um, once that happens. Because again, the use case behind it, the limited supply, the you know the utility of it, all that other stuff. So it's going to be basically. Ethereum and Bitcoin, I think, are here to stay. They both have different... They're not in competition with each other at all. They both have two very strong use cases that don't compete. They both are going to be limited supply. They're both valuable. Then you go to like different ones, like you got Polkadot and Cardano, which are supposed to be like on-chain, smart, smart chain stuff. They're supposed to kind of be in competition with Ethereum because Ethereum is slow right now and the fees are high. So Cardano and Polkadot are trying to do the same thing that Ethereum's doing, but faster and cheaper. So again, gotcha. Ethereum has competition. So that then makes you, sense. Yeah. 
so it, you really have to go through and see like like there's a coin that I like that I've been telling my friends about called AMP. It's not like trying to change the world. It's not trying to do anything like that. It actually just partnered with um, a company that allows businesses like brick and mortar businesses to accept crypto. So basically it's going to allow faster crypto payments between the app they just partnered with, which I can't think of at the top of my head, and stores. Okay. So again, that's its only use case. It's just a speed of transactions. It's like three cents right now. Again, if all the stores start accepting crypto, the fact that it's helping with the speed is go to me, it's going to launch it. But there's a, there's a use case there. And then you have to look at the total supply. You have to look at the market cap. So again, when you look at cryptos, you really have to look at more than just price and what people are saying about it. Because again, I'm sure, and again, I, I'm going back to it. I'm sure there's people on fucking TikTok going, fucking, we're going to the moon with cum rocket. And just pumping the coin with no purpose and they're just going we're going to the moon by it we're going to the moon by it we're going to the moon by it but it's like if you were to go what is the use case what is the market cap what do you think the potential is how it's going to change the world or change something in the next five years or whatever 10 years but that's what something that like uh i think bees bet uh what jeff bezos says all the time he's like i i try to find things that are going to make people's lives better and like affect them or maybe it wasn't him but He's like, I, I look into things that are going to change the way the world has functioned. But see, like, that makes sense. I don't know why cryptos would, um, would be able to help. Yeah. You know? Well, if because you think again, about... Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, again, going back to, like, people trying to send money back home, like, it's helping people's families. So, like, that's kind of how it's, like, helping better the world. Well, if you think about it in the... The sense of Bitcoin. Just think, just Bitcoin. The US dollar, I don't care who you voted for or who you love, the last two presidents, Trump and Biden, and even Obama, have been printing money. So far, Trump's been the worst, but Joe Biden's right behind him. Um, that they're printing money to basically, they're using the printing of more dollars as a band-aid to help the economy right so in my opinion instead of trying to find the source of the problem and trying to maybe change the structure of our economy or anything like that they are just going hey if we just throw more money at it it will look like it's doing better this will help this will help which in some cases it does here and there, here and there, but long term it's not, because what happens is when you print more money, the dollars that we currently have get devalued, because again, supply and demand. If you think about it like that, if you think about it, just let's go back to the Charizard example. If there was a million Charizard holographic cards, they wouldn't be as valuable as if there was only thirty yeah so think of that as a u.s dollar if there's more dollars being printed the current dollars are not worth as much and they don't go as far well, didn't like 40 percent of u.s currency was printed like last well, year in the last like year and a half yeah 
Because yeah. um, a lot of it is just like, I'm printing money to give you money. Like if there was something going like, we're going to print or we're, we have a plan that we're going to need this much money. We're going to tax so-and-so. We're going to work this out to get the money. Then we'll do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's kind of what I hear, like, with the infrastructure plan going on right now. It's like, they're going to print the money, but then they're going to pay it back with taxing the rich or something. I don't know. Anyways, um, so if Bitcoin was the global reserve currency, right, there's a limited supply. So, meaning that no country and this is not the, the united states is not the only country that does this that prints money so it would basically force these countries to instead of going i'm going to print money and throw a band-aid at the problem bitcoin would basically be like i have to fix the problem because there's only a limited supply of money and we yeah. can't print any more money to give it out for free because it's not possible yeah so then that would force people to act to improve instead of act to band-aid. That makes sense. So that's why a lot of people are like, we need a hard money for the world. Because again, before, I think we talked about this in the last Bitcoin or the crypto pod, is that the gold standard was removed in 1970, 71, 72, I don't know, uh, Nixon. Um, so basically, he was like, the dollar is not backed by gold anymore. So from that point on, dollar, the dollar bill was just a paper. Okay. It used to be a dollar bill represented a part of gold. Okay. So, like, let's just say the U.S. Treasury had, I don't know, $1 trillion worth of gold. They can only have $1 trillion worth of paper money because it was attached to the value of gold. Yeah. So, once they got off the gold standard, it didn't matter. You can have quadrillion dollars printed and nothing's backing it. It would be as, as useless as, as Monopoly money. And the only reason why people still accept dollars in any country is because that is what is socially acceptable. Because in reality, in reality, the Monopoly money is just as valuable as the U.S. dollar after it was removed from the gold standard. But again, you can't go to a store and pay... In monopoly money because it's not sociably acceptable. Interesting. Yeah. So, because Bitcoin has the scarcity asset, the scarcity aspect of it, that there is a limited supply, nothing can be created. So, basically, that's why the price rises is because supply and demand. So, once these countries start, like, start you know buying up bitcoin and once a couple of countries jump on a bitcoin standard instead of a gold standard because no country's on gold standard anymore so once they start yeah. going on a gold standard now the dollar let's just say they have the bitcoin standard but they still give out dollars 
now the dollar is going to be attached to the amount of Bitcoin that they have. Okay. Yeah. Confusing. But it makes sense. But I get it. Yeah. Like I under could I re say that? No, but I understand like where you're coming from with that. And that's why there's like um there's like Bitcoin I don't know, analysts or experts or whatever you want to say that are saying that they're expecting Bitcoin to hit I don't know, seven hundred thousand to a million dollars in the next five years because with the dollars continuously being printed, it's devaluing the dollars of these big businesses. So let's just say they have five hundred thousand dollars in their cash reserves, but in two thousand twenty one, five hundred dollars five hundred thousand dollars can buy you five hundred thousand dollars worth of stuff. But if they keep printing now in twenty twenty two that $500,000 will appear that it still spends as 500000 but you'll get less. Inflation. Inflation. <laughs> and then let's just say 2023, same thing happened, 2024. So then essentially in five to ten years, that $500,000 is spending like $100,000. That's crazy. So a lot of these businesses are going, well, Bitcoin goes up as inflation gets worse. So why don't we put our cash reserves into Bitcoin instead of a failing dollar? Because they're only going to earn on that. They're not going to, it's not going to devalue. Like it's not going to decrease. Most likely. I mean, everything goes up and down, but yeah. So they're basically saying that in the next five years, as businesses go in, as banks go in, as real estate holdings go in, because there's people who just hold their money as real estate value. Like they'll just like there's there's houses in, in London that people don't live in that just rich people hold. They own and they just let their houses sit there because it's a better way to hold money than in the bank. Oh, it's all in the bricks. Because the property value goes up every year. Mm -hmm. So they're basically saying, so banks, businesses, real estate, you know, blah, 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 stocks and bonds, countries. And as people start and as all these businesses start putting money into Bitcoin and, and, and the world starts adopting it as the goal, like the Bitcoin standard, that with all that money in, with all that belief in they're saying 700 to a million dollars a coin. I can see that. But then what the sad thing is, is that you might say today, damn, I have a full Bitcoin, a million dollars. Cool. I'm like, I'm rich, right? But think about it. In order for that to happen, the dollar has to do pretty bad, meaning that a million dollars today, 2021, will spend very differently in 2025, 2026. Again, inflation. Yeah. Everything goes up. So, yeah. So they have to fix that. But Bitcoin is seems to be a way that people think it could fix. 
you gotta think like the banks aren't giving you that much return on your like your savings and your holdings either. Don't even get me started with that shit. <laughs> what was it? Two percent interest? Yeah, I'm talking to you. You know who I'm talking to if you listen to us. Um, can't find a bank that'll do that. I could find uh, you. I know many places that can give you more than two percent interest. Is that all crypto? One isn't. Oh. All right. Yeah, one is bonds. It's still not a bank, though. No, it's 5%. All right. You're definitely not finding a bank that'll give you 5%. Not even in a CD account. No. So the crazy thing here, I'm going to go a little tangent. So you're telling me that the banks will take your money in your bank account and give you 0.02%, but they will take your money and lend it out to somebody for a car, a house, personal loan, and charge anywhere from 2 to 20% interest to the people that take out the loans. So basically, the bank is, is, is profiting that, if it's 20%, they're profiting that 19 point what eight eight yeah or nine eight yep because they're putting your money back and then taking the rest of it yeah and then if you don't pay on that the interest goes up so they're getting paid even more on money that wasn't there and and late fees yeah so So, well don't get me started on late fees but you know what i'm saying (laughs) like that that's some shit they're basically they don't even have that money they're taking your money to lend it out to make more money while they're not even giving you one percent that's why it's better to hold your money in the bricks or in crypto can i tell you can i tell you because property value goes up every year no matter what i i mean well sometimes it goes down but for the most part for the most part for the most part it's a steady up yeah but But even if it even if it goes down, you're still probably gaining more by holding it in property value than you will be in holding it inside your own bank. Yeah, and it's just, it's ridiculous how how banks work and they still get away with it and they get bailed out and all this other shit. It's just, uh, it's a wild, wild, wild ride. And that's why it's like, you gotta figure out what works for you. I mean... I'll be honest with you. This whole this whole like crypto crash going on right now, I've lost five figures. Five figures. Oh. Easy. Easy. And I'm like I'm good. It's going to rise. And I'm but either even if it doesn't necessarily shoot up, right? I'm already up enough that I'm still in profit. But the thing is is that Having the same amount of money I have currently in crypto in a bank, like, mm, I'm you still... You weren't a I'm... Exactly. Like, I'm still up. I'm still profitable. Even though this giant 60, 50% crash. If, if I put all the money that I invested in in crypto and I put it in the bank instead... My money would have grown 
point zero two percent. I was about to say less than seventy five percent. Oh, way less, less than ninety percent actually, if you think about it. Oh, way less than that. Like my money would have grown point two percent or point oh two percent. But instead, instead, even before this crash, or yeah, even before this crash, I was up like seven hundred percent in a year and a half. Seven hundred percent. You know how long that would have taken? If I kept that money in the bank until the day I died, I still wouldn't have made 700%. Bro, your son would have been a full-grown-ass man and still wouldn't have made 700%. And the interest, not only not only the growth, not only this, the steady of growth of what's going on in the crypto, the interest on the crypto that I earn, which again, so not even, don't just, okay, so there's two ways. So not only just growing, just the coins growing in gradually over time, which Bitcoin is growing about 200% every year since creation. So just take that out. Just that's great. Then you take the interest that you can earn on the crypto that you own. Like Celsius is 6.25. It pays out weekly APY. Yep. I would make more money in a week in a week holding crypto in Celsius than I would make in a year holding in a bank. Yeah. Well, they couldn't double that in a year if they wanted to. Huh? I said a bank couldn't double that in a year if they wanted to. A bank's not paying you 6% in a year. No way. Not... Probably not even ten years. It's but not paying you ten percent. But that's what I'm saying. If you, if I kept the same amount of money, let's just put it in. Let's just make a no, uh, 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 just a random number. Let's just say I had a hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin and a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. That Bitcoin is making six percent per year. So that would be what six six point six thousand dollars six six thousand two hundred fifty dollars in crypto. And that's yep. not including that's not including if you bought hundred thousand dollars in Bitcoin today, that's not including it growing. That's just today, right? So let's just say that now you put it in Bitcoin and now it grows up it grows by the annual per annual average of two hundred percent. At a hundred thousand. And the money in the bank is just still sitting there. And that money in the bank after the year is still a hundred thousand at point zero two percent you didn't like even you made like no you made like cents. 30 bucks yeah so you make 30 bucks in a bank or six thousand two hundred fifty dollars just on interest without it growing 200 percent. so if it grows 200 percent, now you're making like 12 13 000 a year just for letting it sit there why do people like banks because it's the social norm. It's what they're used to. Everything else is foreign. Everything else is, I don't trust it. But that's what I'm saying. Like, monopoly money, it's not socially acceptable, but it's the same thing as the U.S. dollar. It's about to be. <laughs> and crypto is not accepted. Well, it's not. It's like getting there. It's like semi-norm now. It's accepted. It's just not trusted yet. So It's not understood enough, yeah. Yeah. Which, again, is understandable because a lot of people don't understand how it works. So, you know, I mean, 
people don't want to lose their money. Like they work hard for their money, and a lot of people are nine to five blue collar workers who like they gotta work for their money and like you know whatever you're taught is this 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 and this but life can be more than that and crypto is what's kind of showing slash giving people a brand new life okay i want someone to do the math out there because i'm not going to do it for you but i'm going to put this into perspective real quick let's just say you are one of those nine to five people who live paycheck to paycheck and stuff like that right could you sacrifice $35 a week? If you, let's just say, I'm going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to tell you why. Okay. $35 a week. If you cut out coffee or food, I'm going to give you a lot of math. Okay. I'm getting out a calculator. Okay. So I'm going to do it myself too. Okay. So let's just say you invest $35 a week, which is $5 a day. It's five times seven. Okay. So then what's that at the end of the year? The end of the year? Mm-hmm. Thirty five dollars so, a week times four is hundred and forty a no, month. No, no, no. Thirty thirty five times fifty two. Hold on. Thirty five times thirty five times fifty two. Mm-hmm. One thousand eight hundred and twenty dollars. Okay. One thousand what? One thousand eight hundred and twenty dollars. Okay. So now you are going to say the average growth of annual growth of Bitcoin, which is 200%. Okay. So, all right. Give me, give me the numbers. One thousand. I'll do it real quick. $1,820. All right. So 1,000, I guess I'm doing the math for you. $1,820. Okay. Yeah. So if we go 200%, 200%. So now that is your $1,820 is now at the end of the year, 5,460. If you do the annual return of 200%. Okay. So then five, so do five, four, 60. So then five, four, 60. Uh So then if you say you're going to earn the 6.25%, right? Okay. So that's another $341.25. Say that again, $341. $1.25. Okay. So now you have a total of $5,801.25. And you spent $35. No, $35 a week. 35 yeah. times 52, you spent 1800 Oh, yeah. Seems like a no-brainer. So, again, if you're working 9 to 5 and you only have $35 a week, I just showed you how you could turn $1,800 into $5,800. Just by... A week. No. A year. No, no, no. $35 a week. Oh, yeah. $35. So, I just showed you. That's the math. On average, Bitcoin grows 200% a year. And you can get on Celsius and BlockFi and all those other apps that you can get around two or 6.25%. So then you go to the next year and you take the existing 5,800 that you have and you do the 6.25% and then you do the same $35, uh, $35 
a week and then you do that again 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 and a couple of years you're now turning $1,800 a year you started with $1,800 in the first year and then that 200% 200% 5-10 years you're $100,000 just keeps growing from there as long as Bitcoin continues the same rally that it does every year which is on average 200% every year since it's been created crazy yeah crazy it's all about just investing for the future yeah it's just everything is just you it's called dollar cost averaging so your dollar cost averaging so it's five dollars a day 35 dollars for the week that's dollar cost averaging you do that over the duration of a year you do that over the duration of two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven years it eventually evens out and then you get all that shit works out you know what we gonna do it i'm gonna do it i already been doing it and i'm a document well i do it but i don't do it as much i don't think dude i have i have dcas twice a week oh do you mm-hmm. okay and then on big dips like this i buy more you throw more yeah yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense i think i was doing <clears throat> what was i doing two or four hundred a month okay i think but dude i'm I gonna try I, the, I do 50 dollars a week so i do i do about 200 dollars a month Okay, I think I was doing 20 a week. Okay, so then you're doing 80 a month. Well, that's only on Bitcoin. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, I'm talking 50 a week on Bitcoin, and then I have other things. Yeah, because you yeah. still got Ethereum, you still got LangChain, you still got everything else. Mm-hmm. Ada. Ada. I'm going to do it, though. I'm going to switch that over to... I'm going sw- to up Bitcoin to 35. We'll see what happens. We'll see where we go. Here's my, here's my uh, advice. Don't do $5 a day. Just do 35 once a week. Yeah. To save on fees. Oh, yeah, because fees will, fees will fuck you. Not on Cash App. Well, no, not yet. Well, yeah. <laughs> but if so, you use Coinbase or anything like that, fees yeah, will fuck you. Oh, yeah, they will. So basically, uh, to summarize all this, because we've been going for a little while, uh, don't fear the crash. I mean, think in 2020, we went from 11,000 to 3,000, and people were like, oh, Bitcoin's dead. Bitcoin has been announced dead at least 100 times since creation. Is not dead. So many big businesses are already in. Countries are already in. It's not going anywhere. So you can either be fearful and sell, or you could be optimistic for the future and buy. And never buy more than you're willing to lose. Like, I would never throw thousands and thousands of dollars on a day but I, me doing 25 30 40 50 dollars a week is not going to make or break my account it's almost like a, a side savings account like i put the money in and i go if i lose it it's only 50 bucks if i don't lose it then it's a lot more so i kind of put that mindset of where am i at some people can't do $50, maybe $10, maybe $5, maybe $2, maybe a dollar. Who knows? Like you could go as little as a dollar. Just kind of figure out what works for you. Think about what your game plan is. Are you trying to get like get rich quick in like a year? You could do that in crypto if you do a lot of come rocket kind of coins, but um <laughs> if you're but again, those things can pop 
pop up as fast as they crash down. So if you don't time those right, you could put $10,000 into a coin that shoots up 10,000%, but if you don't time it right, it will crash down just as fast and you lose everything. So it really comes down to short-term, long-term, what's your plan, what project do you believe in, what projects you don't believe in, stay away, you know, trying to earn interest and trying to earn on passively on any of your coins. So, yeah, I mean, NFTs, I feel like I explained. DeFi, CFI, I explained. Uh, shit coins, we definitely had a fun time with that one. So, <laughs> it just really comes down to your own personal preference. Uh, again, we're not financial advisors, so do whatever you want. But even if you just mess with, like, open up account in Gemini, Coinbase, Cash App. We could put links in the bio. Um, I'll put my links in the YouTube. Uh, Andy can put his links in the in the uh, the audio if you just want something to look at we'll put in the link you just click it kind of mess with it a lot of these places the links give you like ten dollars free coin uh, free Bitcoin so again even if you throw 10 15 20 dollars 25 dollars just to mess with it mess around with it see how it feels learn learn a bit a little bit more about it you know get comfortable with it because again it's not like something it's not a journey that you're gonna go zero to hundred like you definitely have to get your feet wet then you kind of slowly walk into the pool before you dump your head in. So again, some people go just cannonball right into a pool and that's cool too. But a lot of people, again, if you're looking for the long term, you want to be safe, you want to feel safe, you want to feel secure, you know, get your feet wet, click one of the links, uh, you know, buy 10 bucks, five, buy 20 bucks, just mess around with it and see how it goes. Facts. I actually read a Warren Buffett, um, quote the other day that said, uh, Whenever you want to buy something, think about if you can buy it twice. And if you can buy it twice, then you can afford it. Yeah. So I remember in it was either one of the new segments or the last crypto thing we did where we did the price compare of what Bitcoin costs to like a cup of coffee or like a movie ticket, like when the movie came out or whatever. Like even if it's like that's the great thing about like if you're thinking of like Bitcoin and like Satoshi's, you can always buy a fraction of a Bitcoin, which is awesome. Mm -hmm. So like if you're a person like me who like loves their pre-workout, loves their venom, I always get the little shot. So it's like $3 a shot or whatever. However many shots I get, I'm going to add that up. And if I can get it twice, then grow some Bitcoin. And then at least I'm investing the shots that I got. You know what I mean? So that way I'm able to get what I love, but I'm also able to invest in myself for my future for my family and whatnot and so on so mm -hmm. so let me give you some price predictions that i have read they're not my price predictions so just to kind of have an idea of what people think are going to happen bitcoin people are saying two to three hundred thousand by the end of the year ethereum they're saying ten to fifteen thousand by the end of the year ada cardano they're saying i've heard anywhere from ten to thirty dollars it's like a dollar thirty right now i'll take that polka dot i'm seeing 300 i'm seeing chain link 500 like there's some crazy price predictions going on right now so if you really look at these price predictions and you believe in them we're fucking early early yep so again you don't have to be in a bunch of different coins find like one two three start out with one if you know, and then kind of play around, but get, get comfortable first. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. If anyone has any questions on any of this stuff, again, just uh, 
As always, you can uh, like, share, comment, rate, review, subscribe to any of our YouTube, social, Apple, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, all those other fucking podcast apps. Hit us up. What? Let us know what you think. If you have any questions, again, you can email us uh, at... Disaster body, disaster party pod at gmail.com. Yep. If you have any questions, we can answer them there. Uh, you can also follow us at Disaster Party Pod on all social medias Facebook, Insta, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. Again, feel free. We're here. We're, we're available. Just shoot a, shoot a message, ask a question. We'll try to answer it. Do it. If you guys found this helpful, let us know. Maybe as uh, time goes by and more coins start popping up or more information starts coming out, maybe we'll have to do a part three of the crypto world. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So, Andy, uh, we've already plugged the socials. Why don't you tell us what we're uh, we're going to do next week, kid? Ooh, let me see. Let me see. Let me see. As I go into... My crystal ball. Ooh. Crystal. Let's see. Next week, I'm super excited. I cannot wait. We have the one and only Maharaja himself. Now I'm just playing, but whoa, he'll whoa, definitely whoa, like that whoa, pop. Whoa, whoa. Big Thumb is coming through. Talking about his streaming and his gaming podcast. I'm super excited to have him on. He's one of my good friends. He's like a brother to me. I can't wait to hear how he got started, how he continues to do what he does, um, and how he even got into everything. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a different perspective. I'm so excited to have him on. I've been waiting months for this, as is he, so I'm very excited about this. And that is next week, Whoa Daddy. And then the week after that, we're going to do our first in-person podcast. Anything goes. We could talk about anything we want, see how the conversation goes. There is no direction, but we are going to be in person. This is going to be our first episode in person. First. Very first. And I think we did. I seen him forever. And I think we discussed, I don't know if you want to say with this and stick with it, but I believe we discussed that June 13th, we were going to do the Army of... The Army of Dead? The Army of Dead movie review. I'm down with it. I saw it. I'm down. Okay. I'm down. I'm gonna um We haven't done a we haven't done a review since May second, so that will be over a month since we've done a review. And we did a lot of reviews in the past, like currently, so I, I think that's a little I think that's good enough space. Yeah, I think that's good enough space. So then after our Army of Dead review the june 20th we're gonna have my pal my brother from another country my brother Ooh. from across the pond oh map us we are going to do a father's day episode we're going to discuss fatherhood because him and i both had children in what six months five months of each other so we're basically oh, yeah we're basically going through fatherhood around the same time at the same time and it's just Ooh. interesting how we met how our friendship continued, even though we lived in different countries. How we hung out multiple times a year in different states and different countries. And, and how our friendship 
has continued through all of that and how now he lives in New York and now we can see each other all the time and now we have kids at the same time. It's just weird how life works. I dig it. I dig it. I'm not a father, but I'm going to have some questions. All right. <laughs> and then the week after that, you want to explain that one? Ooh, Ooh. I can't wait. He's been putting out videos. He's one of both of our closest friends. Nicky boy is finally Nicky coming to boy. the pod. Whoa, daddy. Whoa, I daddy. can't wait. We're going to talk about all things. Correct me if I'm wrong, but all things fitness, all things life, and all things health. He's had a hell of a journey, guys, and he's he's ready to talk about it. Oh, I'm excited to hear his story. Well, we know his story, but are you guys ready to hear it? Ooh, I don't know if they're ready. I don't, I don't think, think they're ready. ready. I don't think they are either. They ain't ready. I don't think so. But anyways, that's the end of this podcast. So tune in next week to hear from Tom's and hear our news roundup. Whoa, daddy. Whoa, daddy. All right. So for the Disaster Party Podcast, this is Rob Sedeno. Mr. Whoa, daddy himself, Andy Bibbians. And we are out. Bye. Bye. Peace.